I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. You're listening to More Than a Song, episode 144. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. Sometimes we need to have an upbeat song in our playlist, but when it is one that is full of truth and that leads us to the book of truth, well, sign me up. And that is what the song Joy by Johnny Diaz is, an upbeat song full of truth that points to the book of truth. So let's not waste any more time. Let's listen. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm gonna take it everywhere I go. Not gonna worry about what I don't know. I'll be alright as long as I've got joy here in my heart. Waving like a torch fighting off the dark. In the jet black night, I'm gonna see the stars. I'll be alright as long as I've got joy. I'm most excited to introduce a couple of new Bible interaction tool exercises today. They're not actually new in that I have mentioned them before, but by putting them together this week, it will be a unique process that I haven't offered up previously. The two bites Bible interaction tool exercises are to write out scripture and to pray scripture. And today we're going to combine them onto note cards that you can use this week to really internalize a psalm. Now, I chose Psalm 47 because of its first verse. It says, clap your hands, all peoples, shout to God with loud songs of joy. You got it. I'm all about exuberant praise to God. Now, some of you may come from faith practices that are more on the conservative side, and you're kind of starting to get short of breath just thinking about shouting to God with loud songs of joy. Not me. One of my favorite things to do is to go driving on a sunny day with my girls, open the sunroof on my car, crank one of our favorite praise songs, and sing and shout our praise to God at the top of our lungs. Oh yes, we do it, and it's fun. And I don't care how crazy we look. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is walk you through nine verses of Psalm 47. We will discuss each verse. And then I've written my own prayer related to the verse that I will share with you. But this week, I want you to walk through the same process. Only you will take each verse and write it out by hand on a card. And then on the back of the note card, you'll write out your own prayer. Then you can review your verses and prayers in the coming weeks. You can review a card or a prayer a day, or you can review one in the morning and then in the evening or even three a day. Now, there's power in writing this stuff out by hand, so don't skip that part. It will help hide God's word in your heart. It'll also give you new prayers. And I don't know about you, but I tend to get in a prayer rut. So this has been a great exercise for me this week as well. So let's jump in 
with joy. So remember, we start out with verse one, clap your hands, all peoples, shout to God with loud songs of joy. Now, I've already mentioned how some people are uncomfortable clapping hands or shouting to God as a form of worship. However, I've been to LSU games and other sporting entertainment events where it's perfectly natural and acceptable response to something amazing. So what could be more amazing than God? So on one side of the note card, I wrote out the scripture. And on the other side, I wrote this prayer. God, I applaud your greatness. May I not be meek in my praise to you. May I sing songs with joy and not out of a sense of obligation. Okay, so again, that's my prayer. I'm trying to give you some examples. You won't necessarily pause the podcast and write that prayer down. uh, But as you practice this a, a little bit, it'll come easy for you. Trust me. All right, let's go on to verse two. For the Lord, the Most High, is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. Now, in this verse, two things jump out at me. First, the name of God used here, Most High, And the other thing that jumped out at me is our response, which is reverence. So the Lord Most High is Yahweh Elyon in Hebrew. And I did a little research, and the first time this name was used for God was in reference to a guy named Melchizedek. And it shows up in Genesis chapter 14. And he is described as being the priest of God Most High. So Melchizedek blessed Abraham in the, in the verse that I, uh, in verse 20, 19 and 20 of chapter 14. And he said this, uh, blessed be Abram by God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. So it's mentioned again in Hebrews 5, by the way, Jesus is Uh, Melchizedek is mentioned again in Hebrews 5, and Jesus is described as being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek, which is just two very interesting places that this one verse could take us if we wanted to follow the cross references for kicks. So God is most high, and our proper response is is reverence. So while Christ has broken down the wall between God and man, and while God's original plan in creation was to have an intimate walking and talking together kind of relationship, we must never forget to revere God. You know, scripture often translates this word as fear. And while I don't believe it means we are to cower in terror at the Most High, I believe we've gotten pretty casual with this great king over all the earth. And if we were to walk into the throne room of a ruler, a great king of the earth, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't say, what's up there, big guy? So honor and respect should be a hallmark of our dealings with the Most High. So here's my prayer. And again, I'm not going to give you my prayers in the show notes because you can do this. You can write out this verse on one side of a note card and then write a personal prayer to the Most High on the other. I'm just giving you an example. Yours is going to be much more personal and therefore much more meaningful. So here's my prayer. I give you honor, honor, Lord Most High. You are a great king over all the earth. You hold a place of leadership over everything, including my most pressing needs right now. All right, let's move on to to verse three. He subdued peoples under us and nations under our feet. 
Okay, when you have uh, many stories of God's great works for his people, when you have those stories under your belt, this verse and, and subsequently your prayer and prayer life can be rich and deep because there's story after story after story of great nations that God subdued which is just this beautiful word for flat out conquering, okay? And as I pondered this verse this week, what came to me is that even the most fierce of our circumstances or the most fierce of obstacles in our lives are no match for God. So let's pray. God Most High, help me see the obstacles in my life through your eyes. Make them so small that I can walk on them. All right, let's move on to verse four. He chose our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves. Ah, now family heritage is extremely important in the life of a Hebrew, and it's what makes them a Hebrew, for goodness sakes, right? So there were promises and covenants made between God and Abraham and his offspring, Jacob mentioned here in this verse, he himself wrestled with God until God blessed him. And I talk about that in episode 101. But I'm not Jewish. And most likely the majority of of you, my listeners, are not either. But God has chosen a heritage for us in Christ. In fact, one of my favorite scriptures says just that. We are chosen and adopted. That is our heritage. So Ephesians chapter one says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So back to our verse, he chose our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves. So we're thinking about heritage. We're thinking about being chosen. And here's my prayer after I've thought about all of that. King over all the earth, thank you for choosing me and grafting me into your family through Christ. I cherish your love. All right, so I've put our song this week on repeat. And so one of my favorite parts is in the chorus. And I've already played it before, but I want to play it again because I want you to to hear it. When Johnny sings, I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to take it everywhere I go. I've got joy. So I love this idea that I'm going to, I've got joy in my soul and I'm going to take it everywhere I go, but I'm afraid I don't always take joy everywhere I go. I often let the burdens of my week steal my joy. Does that ever happen to you? Well, lucky, lucky for me, I have two very sweet girls that talk nonstop and sing at the top of their lungs all day long. So they bring joy everywhere they go. And so every once in a while, I look up and go, oh. I want to be like that. I want to be childlike like that. And I want to bring that joy with me where I go. So have you ever considered, though, that God has joy welling up within him? Well, let's consider verse 5. God is gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. 
So God is not so calm and proper that he can't let out a Texas Yahoo or a good Cajun IE, okay? So he's gone up with a shout and and I love this uh, this reference to trumpets. I could get lost in looking up references to trumpets in God's word. And, and I know for a fact that Jesus is coming back with trumpet sound. And won't that be a joyous day for all followers of Christ? So here's my prayer. Father God, may I echo your enthusiasm and may I be ready when the final trumpet sounds. Now, I wrote the next two verses on one card and you're going to see why as I read them to you. Okay, uh, verses six and seven. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a psalm. So that's one, two, three, four, five sing praises in two verses. And I'm pretty sure you don't have to be a Bible scholar to understand that something that is repeated five times in two verses is fairly significant. So we are to sing praises to God. Now, I know I must be preaching to the choir here because you most likely found my podcast because of your love for music. So you can fulfill this call to action right here in this psalm just by cranking this week's song and singing praises to your king. So while I was working, it was interesting because I, when I was doing my research for today's podcast and I was, re- I was reading the verse, while Natalie Grant's song came on the radio, King of the World. And it was, just as I was writing out the part of the verse, for God is king of all the earth, she was singing about him being king of the world, which I thought was pretty cool. So here's my prayer. God, I choose to sing praises to you. I declare you king of all the earth and king of my life. I sing praises to you with this psalm. So let's move on. We've got two quick verses left to reach. We'll have gone through the, through the entire psalm. So verse 8, God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. So on the day that I did the research for this podcast, I did a quick international news search, and it didn't take long to find headlines that reflect turmoil in our world today. You could do the same thing and have fresh headlines and... They would be just as sad, right? So conflict between Poland and Russia, serious trouble with the Serbian election, and ISIS decapitating a statue of the Virgin Mary. And all of these kinds of headlines, all of this type of news may tempt us to think that God is hiding or distant or uncaring or maybe even flat out absent from the troubles of this world. But that is not so. There are dictators and elected officials alike who believe they reign over their nation. But God is the true supreme authority over nations. And while I don't pretend to understand when and how he chooses to intervene in the dealings of men, I know that creation is groaning and awaiting to be restored to God's original intent. It is obvious the effects of sin on this world, but God has not abdicated his throne to the enemy. And I choose to trust his position of authority. So here's my prayer. Ruler God, thank you for not only being the supreme authority in my life, but the supreme authority over every nation, whether they recognize you or not. You have not abdicated your throne, though the war against sin and evil rages on in our world today. 
Final verse, verse 9. The princes of the peoples gather as the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. He is highly exalted. I love the idea of God's people gathering. We've talked about this before, but is it your practice to gather with the people of God? Are you connected with a local church, a body of Christ? There's power in community and connectedness. Why? Because that's how God created us. He tells us that we are all members of one body, each with a unique part to play. And, and we can't decline the usefulness of another, and we can't withdraw ourselves from the body either. We belong to each other. And then I love this, the shields of the earth belong to God. I read a few commentaries and sermons on this verse, and I love this statement. It's uh, One of the sermons said, God has shields for every type of peril. There is no unprotected corner which has been overlooked by our Lord. What a beautiful picture that brings to mind. Just picture shields protecting over every corner and every type of peril. I love that. So here's my prayer. I exalt you, Father God. I commit to gathering with your people as we seek your guidance and protection. Thank you for all manner of shields to protect every corner of our lives. You are worthy of our praise. So that's it. That's how you study through and pray through a psalm. I highly encourage you to to follow the steps. So what's next? Well, you don't have to take each verse uh, like we did here. You could do a whole psalm. You could do a section. Um, You don't have to get legalistic about it. But try these Bible interaction tool exercises this week. These bites. Let me know how the experience was. So Write out a verse on one side of a note card and a prayer using the content or ideas from the verse on the other. And then review the note cards each day and ponder and perhaps even journal your thoughts of what scripture is saying. And feel free to use any other bites like cross-references or word studies too. I threw a couple of those in there. I'm not sure if you noticed, but get inspired. If you get stuck on one verse and start researching trumpets or following a cross-reference, that is not a waste of your time. It's, it's you getting excited about God's Word. And so while you're in God's Word this week, would you let me know how you're doing? Email me, michelle at michellekneesat.com. You can hop on Twitter or Facebook, and we can talk about what you're learning. I'd love to hear from you. Now, before I tell you what song will be featured next week, I want to shout out to Elaine from Georgia, Phyllis from Pennsylvania, Stephanie from Virginia, Annie from Missouri, Sarah from Indiana, Brenda from Alberta, Canada, and Lisa from New York. These are my newest subscribers to my website, Welcome. Now, the benefit of subscribing is that I will email you once a week, and in that email, you will get a memory verse resource to display on your smartphone, tablet, desktop, or you can even print it out. You will get an email recap of the week's episode, and you'll get instant access to any of the extra resources that I create for my episodes. I do that from time to time, and all of that is just my way of saying thank you for listening. So head over to michellekneesat.com to subscribe today. Now, don't miss an episode of my podcast. You can subscribe in iTunes. And while you're there, please leave me a written review and a star rating. This not only encourages me, but it helps me stay visible to new listeners. And as always, if you take the time to review my podcast, I will take the time to personally thank you right here on the podcast. 
Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. After this week, it will officially be Christmas season. So I can't wait to start using Christmas music to point us back to God's word. And so next week, I'm going to be using the song Join the Angels by Matthew West. If you liked this episode, however, would you mind sharing it with the others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michellekneesat.com forward slash 144. While you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.